in Hebrews chapter 6, verse uh, 10 through 13. And, um, you know, we're, I, I, I'm uh, entitling this, uh, this little sermonian message, you know, honoring the greatest servant. Who is the greatest servant? It's Jesus. You know, and, uh, you know, we're honoring, you know, how, how uh, we see the spirit of servitude uh, in, in uh, you know, in one another. And, uh, you know, so we're, on, we're honoring that spirit today uh, in us. And it all stems from Jesus Christ. You know, Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 and 13. We, I read this passage to our leadership uh, a couple of weeks ago because it really reminds me of them. You know, but uh, it, really, it really shows me how, um, uh, how much God honors when we uh, serve one another. And in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10 through 13, it says, God is not unjust. It says, uh, he will not forget your work. And the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end in order to make your hope sure. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. And, um, you know, this, uh, uh, this past week I met with, uh, with a family that was uh, having some... Uh, they just needed some support and some help with some parenting, uh, you know, the younger kids. And so I went over there, and we had dinner, and then uh, um, we just had a nice talk. Just, you know, we, don't we all need someone just to vent to? You know, and so we're there, and I'm seeing some things, and I was able to follow up and send some, some parenting videos that I thought would be good for them and just kind of gave them some input of what I saw in them, of how they can improve. And then... Um, you know, and it was really neat because then uh, they sent over, uh, uh, you know, kind of like a thank you note. And they're like, you know what, uh, your help, man, you know, we really see how much you love God. And uh, I was, you know, th- this is what this scripture is talking about. The scripture is talking about, you know, you show your love to God by how? It says there, right? God is something that he will not forget your work. And the love you have shown him, God, as you have helped his people. And so, you know, we always talk about faith and love. It's like, yes, it starts with faith, but your faith has to end in loving the people of God. And so, you know, uh, and, and we should, and I think God, when God looks at us and when he sees you, you know, loving and serving one another, you know, he sees when I look at them, look, look how they love me. Because he knows that, that that servitude, that love comes from the love that you have for God. And, um, you know, and, and so God really honors it, you know, and, and it makes me think about how that word help, you know, and I think about our leaders, you know, and, and I tell them, you know, in our leadership, you know, if you're a leader in this church, there's some expectations, you know, you know, it says that you got to work, right? You would expect that, you know, the leaders are working. What are they doing? That's, it's done out of love. And you're helping the people. And as you continue to help the people, Right? But this scripture is not only for the leaders because it says in verse 11, we want each of you, each of you, each one in here to show the same diligence. You know, and the word helping here and the word servant comes from the word diacono, right? What what is that? You guys heard that word before? Diacono? Comes from deacon, Right? Those are the deacons. The deacons are, are the, the, the ministers of mercy, they call them. They are the ones that, you know, uh, I always related to two types of serving. You know, it says that Jesus was powerful in word and deed. 
And to me, I can see all the biblical titles, elders, evangelists, in one of those. You know, because you're either, you know, deacons are, they focus in on servants of deeds. You got, you got elders and evangelists, they, they serve, right, in the ministry of the word. And so this word is to be able to help, you know, in, in, in deeds, in, that, uh, in meeting the needs of his people. You know, um, but don't you, don't you expect that, it, it, that in, in, if we're going to do something for one another, that don't you expect that it will be done out of love? That's where it all stems from. You know, and you don't want someone to serve in a certain capacity out of guilt and shame. Right? You don't want, God doesn't want that. You know, you, you don't want someone serving you because they, they got some agenda. Right? And, you know, and, it, and it's, it's about what they want to see done. You know, and, the, and it's about their own selfish ambition. You guys know what I'm talking about? You know, you know, when we serve, we want to be able to know that it's, it's through the channel of love, that it stems from God's love. Look on over to Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Don't worry, it's not 19. I know you've been reading. If you've been chuckling, you've been reading the Bible. That's good, church. That's good, and you know it. Okay. If you didn't chuckle at that one, you could read that one later on. All right, so Galatians chapter 5, verse 13, it says, right? Um, it says, you, my brothers, were called to be free. Amen? But do not use your freedom to indulge the sinful nature. Rather, serve one another in love. Through love. Through the channels of love, serve one another. You know, and it makes you think about, like, you know, what is it that you love? Who do you love in here? You know, uh, you, know you can say, you know what, I, I, love, the, I love worship. I, 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 love, I, I, I love it. I love it when we all worship. You know what, I'm going to go and be a part of the worship team. Right, because I love it. It's done through love. You know what, um, Man, I, I want to be with the children. I love the children. You know, I want to go and serve and love the Kingdom Kids Ministry. You know what? We have some, some kids with some special needs. You know what? I love the children with special needs. I want to go love them, right? You guys, see, you guys see it? And I think about, you know, what drives us to serve in this church? What brings you here and what... What, why do you keep on serving? It's because you love this church. And why do you keep coming here? It's because you love the church. And why do, you even, why do we even have a hospitality tent? Because somebody loves the hospitality to provide. Oh, no, no, we need to be welcoming to the visitors, to the new people, right? And this is what the scripture is talking about. It's talking about when you serve is done through the channels of love. You know, and, and, and sometimes what hinders that is the freedom that you have. And I'll explain that. Because the freedom you, you have is to be able to decide to do that. And sometimes I've seen the history of our church. I've been here 20 something years, and I remember, you know, we started to preach more freedom. You know, if you want to serve, you serve. Right? And so you kind of like, 
You know, I'm too tired. I'm not going to serve. You know, no, no, no. You choose what group you want to be a part of, right? Freedom. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to choose a group. No, no. You choose the mentor, the disciple that you want somebody in your life to help you out. Okay, we're going to let you guys choose, right? Oh, I don't want anybody to help me out. You guys know what I'm talking about? You know, and it's kind of, you know, and, and I think what's happened, and I understand why we did that, because I know where we come from. And actually, freedom, like, freed me up a lot. Because I had, you know, I grew up with certain convictions, but sometimes it was done because, like, you just got to deny yourself and carry your cross. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want, you know, do you want to go on a date with your spouse because they're denying themselves and carrying their cross? No, you don't want that. You want it done in the right spirit, in love, you know. And so, and so I understand how we got, we got caught up with that. And so to some of us, the freedom, it actually, you know, we, we added it to our convictions, you know, you know, the convictions of devotion and discipling and humility and seeking help. We added freedom. But some, some of us, what we have done is, you know what, we let go of our convictions, and you just, you know what? Let me replace it now just with freedom. You know, and now we look at these passages of scriptures and they don't mean that much anymore. Be devoted to one another daily. That doesn't mean that much to you anymore. Go and make disciples of all nations. That really doesn't mean that much to you anymore. Cut off sin. That's been, you know, you've been caught up. You got to cut it off. That really doesn't mean that much to you. You guys know what I'm talking about? And we're not, it's not supposed to replace your convictions. You're supposed to add it. You add to it. You know, and so I do want to call us to let's get back to men, being men and women of deep convictions. You know, because it scares me. You know, when I read the Bible and it says, if your right hand causes you to sin, or if your eyes causing you to sin, it says to gouge it out and cut it off. Right? And when I can read that and I'm not doing that anymore, being that radical, it's not that serious anymore, that's a scary place. You know, and we got to get back to the scriptures being really the reverence that you have for the scriptures. You got to get back to it. You got to add that. You know, and God wants you to do it in in love. Amen. You know, the word there um, when we serve one another is is the service of, you know, the word is called doulos. You guys know what doulos in Greek means? Right. It means slave. You know, that's what slave means. You know, that's what it means, you know. And it's like, wow, like, you know, that we are like a slave to, to one another? That we're serving? And I, and I remember my, uh, you know, talking to a, a married couple. They were saying, oh, what are you learning in your marriage? Oh, I'm learning that, you know, like the husband is like the waiter. And he serves to her needs, to what she needs. Honey, do you need something today? That's a servant, you know. I want to show you a picture. Um, Kathy, can you show up that black and white picture? You know, and I want to show you, because we're going to um, look at, you know, I'll show you this picture, okay. 
This is back, remember the, the room, the, the, uh, the, the upper room, right, where they had the Lord's Supper? And uh, the Lord's Supper, right, it says, you know, the, the disciples were reclining at the table. And you're thinking, like, what does that exactly mean? You know, and uh, back then what they, what they would do is that this is the way they, w- they would eat. You know, there'd be like a couch, like a family would have couches. You put around, there was a small table at the bottom. And so you're, kinda, you're reclining. Don't you love eating in bed? Anybody like to do that? You know, when somebody brings you breakfast in bed, hey, this is really nice. You're kind of just reclining. You know, you got your little tray. doesn't happen that much, but amen. The few times it has happened, I've been, I, I'm talking, you know, 20-some years ago. You know. <laughs> you know, but, you know, he's reclining at the table. And so what would happen was is that, you know, if it was a family, you'd have the dad and you have the brother and you got the younger brother, right? And then you had the servants come in. Wouldn't you think it would be kind of weird if you guys are all at the table and the servant comes and sits on the couch with you, wouldn't that be a little strange? Yeah, would be like you're at the restaurant and, you know, and then the waiter comes over and just kind of sits down with you. You'd be like, hey, homie, what, what's up? You know, it's like, you know, like, hey, 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 uh, yeah, I, need, I need this. You know, it's, it becomes very obvious as to who the servant is. And Jesus, you know, uses that an example in, in Luke chapter 22, in verse 24 through 27, Luke 22, Luke 22, in verse 24 through 27, it says there, um, also a dispute arose among them to which one of them was considered to be the greatest. Jesus said to them, the king of the Gentiles lorded over them. And those who exercise authority over them call themselves benefactors. But you are not to be like that. Instead, the greatest among you should be like the youngest. And the one who rules like the one who serves. For who is the greatest, the one who is at the table or the one who serves? Is it not the one who is at the table? Uh, who's at the table? But I am among you as one who serves. You, uh, but I am among you as one who serves. Amen. Can you tell a difference with Jesus if he was the one serving or the one at the table? Can you tell? He says he was the one that was serving. Can people tell in your life? You know, are you the one at the table, or, or, or is it very obvious? No, you know what? No, you're definitely the one that's out serving. And Jesus elevates servitude. He elevates it. He honors it. He says, I'm sending you an example that you should follow. He says, in the world, the kings lord it over. He says, and even the supervisors to them, they call themselves benefactors. You know what that word benefactor is? Philanthropist. Workers of good. You know, don't you love being the boss? I love being the boss. Uh, you know, I love, I've kind of, when I became a boss of my own company, it was kind of like I found a piece of me. Uh, but, you know, it, it's, it's very different, right, because I pay people to listen to me. And I love it. You know, I don't have to pay you. But, you know, you know what I mean? But if you're going to, you know, I, I pay you to listen to me. 
and to do and give you direction. I'm going to listen, and I'm going to, you know, I try to be the best boss that I can. But it's a really nice feeling. And I love delegating. I love it. You know, and it's kind of like, that's, that is an easy job. That would be like, oh, I'm doing good. I'm the benefactor. I'm the philanthropist. Jesus, Jesus says, no, no. He goes, I don't want you to be like that. I want you to be like the younger brother and the servant. Anybody here a younger brother? I'm a younger brother. Is it hard to be a younger brother? It's hard. You know, you get the hand-me-downs. You, you, you can look at a picture of me as a kid in my green suit for graduation, my guacamole green, light green. I'll tell you my story about my guacamole green shoes one day. But I had that, but you know what? It was the same suit that my brother wore two years ahead of me. You know, his younger brother is kind of a bummer. You get the hand-me-downs, you know? You kind of get pushed around. You know, we had, had this thing where my brother, was he would be like... Uh, he goes, oh, Edgar, you know, we're gonna, we, we would share, um, we had the same bedroom, and he'd be like, oh, you know, can you turn off the lights? Because he's going to bed. It's like, okay, I'm going to go, and, you know, I turn off the light, and they go to bed. Okay, and then so that was the routine, right? And, yeah, I listen, I do that. So then I'm in bed, and he's up, and, uh, and you know, it's, it's like, oh, uh, can you turn off the light? No, I'm going to bed. No, 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 you know, I do it. You know, you do it. You know, like, no, I'm going to bed. You do it. You know, I'm not doing it. And he, you know, he just rolled over and go to sleep like that. And here I am as the younger brother. Let me get up and I go turn off the lights. It's a bummer as being the younger brother. You know, I mean, you do that and you think about like that. As a young brother, you can relate. He says, Jesus says, when you are the younger brother, you are one of the greatest. You are great in the kingdom of God. When you don't get your way and you keep on serving. But the greatest is the one who's just like the waiter, right? And who is like the slave is just serving and serving God's people. And so, um, you know, we're going to take communion to honor Jesus Christ. You know, one of the things that just blew me away about Jesus is I didn't believe in Jesus before. But when I read the story where he washed the disciples' feet, that blew me away. That moved my heart. You know, because like, wow, you know, I don't, but if he really is the son of God, if he really has the most significant title, right? And then now he humbles himself to wash his disciples' feet as a servant. I said, this guy's different. And his humility blew me away. His humility, I was so attracted to that humility. Because the world is about pride. It's about titles. It's about position. It's about, you know, authority over people. And yet Jesus was not like that. And he humbled himself. And I was just moved. I, I wanted to know who Jesus was more. You know, and now, guys, we are servants of Jesus Christ. Amen. And it's because of his example, it's his mercy, it's his humility, it's his love, it's his sacrifice, you know, for each and every one of us. So as we celebrate, you know, uh, servant appreciation, let's celebrate, let's honor the greatest servant, amen? And as we take communion, you know, be encouraged 
that uh, God sees how you love him through your servitude. Amen. So with that, guys, let's go ahead and say a word of prayer, and then uh, we'll go ahead and continue. Father, thank you so much that we can look to Jesus and be so inspired. He is our inspiration. Uh, Father, you're, uh, the humility. Uh, Father, the call and how he elevates. Uh, Father, being a servant of your people, God. And uh, Father, just uh, you, you are the greatest servant, God. I love how considerate that you are of the poor and those in need, God, those that are homeless, those that feel, Father, they have no family, God. Uh, Father, when you see us in our stress, God, just how much you, you serve to us. And Father, and so we just want to honor the greatest servant, God. We want to honor Jesus, Father. We want to give you all the, the glory, Father. And uh, Father, we, we pray that uh, we'll continue to be inspired to, to serve out of love, God. Please forgive us, God, if we've, we've not had the right heart or the right spirit. Father, help us, Father, to, um, to freely serve God out of joy and love for you, God. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. So Jesus, you 